All right, good morning. And welcome to Black Consumer News of Arkansas. Thank you so much for tuning in on this beautiful Friday. This beautiful pre-Friday. October is coming. (laughs) All right. So you're listening to KABF 88.3, The Voice of the People. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black Consumer News Headlines. Summer is over and fall is here. If you haven't already felt the twig of coolness in the morning air, you should already know that fall is here by the leaves on the ground, football on the TV, and the shortening of the days, right? We, we all know that it's coming. All righty. Trying to get my headset together here. So we will be soon seeing Wesley. Brr, baby, it's cold outside, but right now. No, not until Christmas. It's not, not cold not, out there. It's no, cold. stop that. I think my headset is finally, it's kind of uh, going in and out here. So forgive me if I'm hesitating a little bit out there, our listeners. Hey, and for many communities across Little Rock, fall is the time for festivals. This week, on tomorrow, the Dunbar Historic Neighborhood Association will hold its seventh annual Paul Lawrence Dunbar Community Festival with a great lineup of activities, along with usual music, food, and fun that will be enjoyed all day long. We're also going to have an antique car show out there, Wesley. Are you? Oh. So we are really, really excited about it. Um, It's tomorrow from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. over at the Dunbar Middle or Dunbar Magnet Middle School. I always like to say Dunbar Middle, but it's Dunbar Magnet Middle School, and uh, which is an alumni for a lot of people that went there when it was a high school between 1929 and 1957. The city's long black high school yes long-standing black high school still there we celebrated 90 years i think a couple of years ago so we're etching up on 100 years of that school um and that school is a huge has a huge legacy of wonderful wonderful um people that have come through that high school when it was a high school matter of fact it was one of the best high schools in the in the city in the country, man. In the country, actually. People came from all over um, the, 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 the state and outside of the state to attend uh, Dunbar High School. There was also a junior college as well. So a lot of wonderful people came through that school and got a lot of experience. And it was also an industrial arts school. Yeah, and it had a connection to uh, the former uh, owner of Sears, Roebuck and Company, who uh, donated during that time. Julius Rosenwald. Yeah, he was considered, uh, if you look at the wealth of a Walmart or the Walton family or a Jeff Bezos with Amazon or or uh, some of the uh, the billionaires in the world, uh, Mr. Rosenwald was, Sears was at that time, uh, he was the richest man in the United States. So Sears was the Amazon of its day. Uh, when Sears started, Given its annual catalog, the Sears catalog was a big thing at people's house. People could, yes, I remember that catalog. <laughs> you know, and people would order things, and and uh, it be it would be delivered to your home. You know, so uh, he was the Amazon of his day. So definitely, he used to flip through that catalog. Do and you see remember? What you want I want this? I want that? I want everything? Do you remember his competitor? Let me think. Um, Woolworth. 
Uh, Montgomery Wards. Montgomery yeah. Wards. I never liked Montgomery Wards oh, anyway. Okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time. You're bringing it back for a whole lot of people out there right oh, now. Oh, Tasco. You remember Otasco? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I think my sister used to work there. Okay. <laughs> now you're really taking me back. Well, let's <laughs> let's come back this way, all right? Okay. So this Sunday, Wes, uh, BCN will kick off its weekly news brief and event calendar where you can go check out what is happening in our community. If you have any event that you would like to add, please go over to our website and sign up on blackconsumernews.com yeah and send us a note concerning your upcoming event festival or whatever it is Mm -hmm. so do that now that's Mm. great right we got we we got that ready for the people because there's a lot of events that are coming up people are getting back out they're moving around Mm -hmm. and And we want to keep our community abreast of those things everything that's going on as well as reporting the, the news that's important Uh, to them national state and local news absolutely as you know i'm angel burt your bcn headline co-host and producer uh, and chief executive officer for all of your black consumer news media platforms including our website radio broadcast social media platforms newsletter and much much more and as always we have bcn's publisher and executive editor wesley brown one of arkansas's top news persons whose goal is to make BCN one of our top, one of your top news feeds in Arkansas and the U.S. Yes, that's our goal. We're yes. gonna we're building on. Uh, uh, work, we have some ter- interns that we're working with. Uh, uh, we got some ideas to help us continue. Uh, to grow and to to reach more people. So uh, I encourage you to go to our website, sign up for our Monday morning. Brew, which is our newsletter. Uh, we have some great information. Of course, we'll have this show uh, uh, on our newsletter and information for our community. So uh, please go sign up, blackconsumernews.com. Absolutely. So, again, welcome back to this week's edition of Black Consumer News Headlines, where we are here to discuss, debate, and take apart the top local, state, and national headlines this week and the top stories on blackconsumernews.com. And if you have not already, go and check it out and make it your daily news feed. And it's news that impact you, your community, and more importantly, your pocketbook. Because you have to stay informed to know how to... Of course, my background Mm -hmm. uh, on Wall Street and here in Arkansas has been to report on uh, business and and specifically with Black Consumer News about black businesses, uh, things that are going on uh, financially in our communities and and to report uh, the good news, uh, things that black entrepreneurs and business people are doing in our community. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to yes. uh, the mother of my church, Annie Abrams. Yeah, birthday girl. And she's going to be celebrating her 90th birthday tomorrow. Uh, mother Abrams, if you're listening, happy birthday. Well, you, it's tomorrow. I ain't going to sing it to you yet. Yeah, early. Now, happy I'll birthday. sing it to you tomorrow. How about okay, that? Yeah, and make sure um, if you, we would love to see you come out to the community festival. Miss um, Abrams uh, went to school at Dunbar, so we great and fitting. And uh, come on out. Uh, we'll have some nice treats out there, and I might even buy you a cookie or two for that birthday. Mm-hmm. Come on out and share with us. Yeah, she's going to believe she, she gonna be uh 
she be she gonna be taking that envelope tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, yeah. getting a dollar bill. Yeah, she, on she, her, yeah. Right? When I, when that deacons come by, uh, the deacons from our church, including myself, we gonna have that envelope that we gonna, uh, you know, kind of push it to on the side, you know. Right. We also want to um, welcome our special guest business owner, uh, uh, Jess. Heron, and she has a new brick and mortar downtown, the first wonderful bath and body black company, black business in, in Soma. And so welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much for being yeah, here. Yeah, we're glad Thank to you have guys. you. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Is it just brick and mortar? You have the online presence yet? Um, yes, sir. We actually do. Um, to be honest, we've been serving Arkansas for right at nine years. Wow. Um, wow. I've so. lived in the state seven years now, and I actually moved to Arkansas for my business. Arkansas, wow. Uh, actually gave the best support. Okay. Yeah, so we were online first, and we have a store. We're in our third year. Mm-hmm. We were on university for about two and a half years, okay. and then we relocated to the Soma area. So well, we, I got some questions for you. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Absolutely. But first of all, um, Pfizer Bio, Biotech SE uh, released the results of recent phase, um, the, the, the um, two-third trial showing a favorable safety profile and robust neutralizing antibody Oh, that's response. the scientific way. Yeah, we're just going all through all the scientific <laughs> stuff. Anyway, they're giving the vaccine to children now. They announced that Well, they announced that children can take it now, right? Yeah. And so... It still um, has to go through and be approved yes. by the FDA. Yes, yes, yes. They still have to approve it. They're still working on doing that. So, actually, what does that mean as far as 12 and older being able to um, take the vaccine? Uh, it's the same vaccine, the first one that started, came to Arkansas that the FDA approved back in uh, late 2020. Uh, I think the first uh, uh, part of the Pfizer uh, biotech vaccine arrived in Arkansas. The first one approved by FDA it has a two-dose protocol. You take two shots. Uh, it arrived in Arkansas in late uh, 2000, December 2020. Uh, and it's slowly been getting approval. It's got its full approval uh, uh, only a month ago, back in August, and this approval means that they've been testing children, and it means that the children have been tested, and now they're basically saying that it's it's the same safety or efficacy, meaning that it's effective in about ninety percent of the children that were tested uh, to protect them from uh, from COVID nineteen. It also just as the the the. The Aldut vaccine is the same drug. It produces antibodies, which means that it produces... But it's a smaller dosage, right? Yes. yes. Ten, uh, ten, what they call 10 micrograms. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the testing amount Aldus was 30 micrograms, so it's one-third of the amount that Aldus received. What okay. has to take place now is that it has to go back to the FDA to get full approval. Since it's the same drug, I believe it'll, it'll be a shorter... Uh, time space for the FDA panel, advisory panel, uh, to approve it, meaning I think in about a month or so, uh, you'll get another announcement from the FDA saying that it has been has full EUA, emergency use authorization for children under 12 years old. So do you think most black families will allow their children to be vaccinated? I think you'll see what you're seeing with Aldous. Uh You got on one side the anti-vaxxers who are saying no, 
I'm not going to take it. And then, you know, we have a, a distrust in the black community to say uh, we don't trust vaccines. Uh, there's, as we know, as we discussed on this show many times, there's many health disparities in the black community that we're dealing with. Uh, kidney, uh, uh, you know, everything from heart disease to uh, issues involving uh, organ donation, kidney care, a whole line of things. We we seem to get the worst of them. And part of that is our distrust of the health care system, but also the lack of, uh, I think, when we go to our doctors, they don't give us the same level of care sometimes unless you demand it uh, that, that their white patients and other patients receive. So I, I think we've had a, uh, and with this, with this drug, with this approval of this drug, I think there's going to be the same kind of uh, two sides of this of the same coin. And let me just say, Wesley, for our listening audience that wants to chime in or have a question, you can call us here at 501-433-0088. Again, that number is 501-433-0088. And you're listening to Black Consumer News Radio, and we're talking about the Pfizer uh, vaccine that's um, getting ready to be approved to give to um, children under the age of 12. So on another front, the FDA amended the emergency use authorization EUA um, for the Fi- Pfizer Biotech BioNTech uh, COVID-19 vaccine to allow the so-called booster shot to be administer, administered at least six months after um, a certain at-risk population, right? Mm-hmm. So yesterday, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky signed Your off. Your woman. Yes, she is, uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has been, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed she's been a lot more careful since she made her statement about, um, you know, uh, racism, racism being... A national health uh, issue. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. And I uh, hadn't heard very much more about that, mm-hmm. but... But, you know, that's definitely made her top on my on my level. Mm-hmm. Um, but she signed off uh, on uh, most of the recommendations. Shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was like, well, she was up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. But again, um, not only did she um, say the booster shot would be available for anyone uh, over 65 years old or those over 50 with certain medical conditions or health risks, but she said anyone over for 18 years old that works in the health industry or any frontline jobs that put um, them at risk for COVID-19 should also be able to get the COVID-19 vaccine. So I have a lot of questions first, though, Wes. Why did some of the FDA advisors, um, uh, you know, go against giving the booster shot to healthy people in the healthcare industry over 18 years old. So that like, that's, again, like this mixed message that's out there. Well, I think uh, there there was some division. I think there was a 9-6 vote on the FDA panel. There was full agreement that, that people over the age of 65 could get booster shots. People over the age of 50 who have uh, compromised immune uh, deficiencies or, or basically they have some immune problems. Uh, those there was full agreement on that. Where they didn't agree was that for uh, people over the age of of eighteen, between eighteen and sixty three, who were healthy, uh, but were our healthcare workers on the front line, or or we can point to uh, uh, our our business owner here, people on the front line of the the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's basically saying she she okayed that. She believed that. That was okay, whereas the panel said 
maybe we should wait for that to see, get a little bit more evidence on on the people who already got two shots there because there's people still complaining about uh, uh, side effects of, of that. So she sure. the, the, the advisory panel want to get more evidence before we start giving booster shots. The big thing about this, and if you watch the stock market, Pfizer's stock price jumped way up because uh, they that means they're going to sell, and I think the White House has already announced, announced this, 200 million more doses of the COVID vaccine. If you put that at 30 uh, 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 $30 a, a dose, uh, which is the uh, uh, the conservative price, if you go with the more liberal price, uh, that that means that that's over six billion in profit to this this company for for them. Uh, for uh, so you're seeing that, and there's that level of mistrust. While while uh, big farmer, that's farming, a big level of mistrust. Mm-hmm. And while because the, a lot of people talk about that, that it's just all about. You know, people, profits. Yeah, about making profits, um, especially with the vaccine, especially with when you talk about pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you're right. So people are like, you know, for a long time, you know, we, you know, we don't, we don't find any sort of, you know, natural ways to a certain degree to address things. But the drug industry is, you know, a billion yeah, dollar industry making mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yeah, especially uh, uh, Pfizer and biotech, BioNTech was a small company before uh, before the pandemic started. Now it's a, a multi-billion dollar corporation, uh, the same way with the, the other company that, that uh, the second company that came out with the, uh, uh, the COVID-19 vaccine. I can't think of the name right now. Johnson & Johnson? No, they're the third. It was, okay. it was another one. I can't think of it right okay. now. But, but uh, what you're seeing is this, this argument, and I think this country is going to have this argument, uh, uh, until till COVID is no longer on our, our on the front of our our tongue is that uh, uh, there's some who are going to be against the vaccine and that's always been the issue we had that problem with other vaccines but more so with this one because it affects everybody in the United States and it's shut down our country so I think you're going to continue to see that uh, debate. Well, and speaking of the debate, um, with the mask mandate in court and President Biden announcing a mask mandate last week, are we moving closer to forcing everyone in America to wear a mask and get a COVID-19 in order to reach uh, the so-called herd immunity? Well, our, our immunity, I think the, uh, the last numbers from the Biden administration were about at 50 percent of the U.S. population has received one or two shots. Uh, that number has stalled, has stalled around that number. And uh, uh, because if you get the first shot and you don't get the second, which was mm-hmm. a large population, then uh, after a period of time, you have to, if you decide you're going to get the second shot, I think you have to go back after a certain period of time and start back at shot number one. So uh, I think uh, for the White House or the Biden administration to say, we're going to make everybody get a shot. Everybody get man. We're going to have a revolt if that if that happens. I don't think you'll ever see that to the point of everybody in the population having to do that. But as you know, they're making it complicated for people to travel, go to concerts, unless you have the golden card. Mm-hmm. And uh, as as you know, the uh, uh, there are events already in Little Rock that uh, are uh, requiring kind that you bring a card. Uh, uh, or to to participate in a venue or or a music entertainment mm-hmm. or even a rest eating at a restaurant, 
so I think because uh, United States is a state rule in, in terms of our Constitution, states mm-hmm. have more power than the federal government. As long as as uh, we maintain that kind of a, a, a role, a look at our, our society, I think you're you're going to have 50 different types of of, of protocols in those states because you have 50 states. Arkansas is a little different than if I go to Texas. Texas is a little different if I go to uh, a California. So what what's going to happen is that the federal government can only apply to those workers in the federal government. So Well, and it's interesting that you say that. I had a friend of mine just pretty much travel across the United States, and she said every state that she went to, it was they were announcing how the numbers are going up and everybody needs to wear their mask. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, I was like, really? She was like, yeah. Every state from Utah to Nevada to New Mexico, Denver, California. I'm like, Florida. So they, they, like I said, they, they traveled across the country. And she said she would just turn on the news. And, and uh, it was, it, they were announcing the, the same things over and well, over. Well, if our n- listeners leave, hear this sound, that's the sound of my mask. Everywhere I go, I keep those masks with me because I don't know what venue or what business is going to tell me. Some business is going to say, you got to put that mask on before you come in here. Sure. So uh, I keep masks with me. Uh, based on uh, where I go, and uh, so which is nice because once you get in, especially if you're at a restaurant, you you're allowed to actually take the mask off. And I, I want to ask our, our guest here: you you've got a business, so what yes. what are you seeing out there, and how what is? Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about your <laughs> your policy, but yes, I'm going to be completely honest. This is even when it first started, and we were in our low, uh, old location. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't really push it. Mm-hmm. I, I had customers that had quite a bit of resistance to the entire thing from the vaccine, even before there was a vaccine when we first um, heard about what was going on with COVID-19. Um, so because we love our guests, we also love ourselves. We make sure that we're taken care of. But with the guests, I mean, I hope it's not sounding bad, but you're kind of on your own with that. And the reason why I'm saying that is because when I notice when I go to restaurants, stores, I can't physically make you do anything. Um, even though we had the, the mask mandate, it was still people with health care issues, and I can't force you to put that on if you have an issue that's you know going to be hindered by the mask. So it was just better for us to make sure we had to sign up. Of course, you know we would ask you to wear one, but if you don't, mm-hmm. you know, and and I kind of feel you know good about giving people an option where you know, um, as Angel was just saying. We're we're looking at a point where we really don't have an option on um, you know mask or anything else. So we felt good giving people options. Yeah, absolutely, keeping that that freedom flowing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what you're going to see uh, here on out. You're going to just see kind of a hybrid of everything. Yeah, it's it's a mixed match, and um, I've spoke to some other business owners. Um, in the very beginning, they kind of felt the same, and then they kind of lingered towards the you know have to wear a mask, and now they're back at the this is your option because most people are vaccinated now anyway. Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, I, I want us to uh, switch gears here and talk about what's going over, what's going on over in, in Haiti. Um, uh, the black supporters of President Biden and Kamala Harris had enough this week when images of the TV, internet, and social media showing Haitian refugees being chased and whipped by U.S. border agents on the Mexico-U.S. border. And that was just an atrocity to me. And I... There's no excuse for that. Matter of fact, I have a dear friend that is from, from Haiti, and she was just completely uh, brokenhearted. And to see that people are being treated this way, uh, when on one hand we are um, letting another country, Afghans- Afghanistan people, into the country, but yet over in Haiti we're, we're beating them with whips. Caller, are you there? You have a comment or a question? Doing a hotel, Ms. Bird, Mr. Brown, and guest. How y'all doing today? Doing, doing great. Good morning. Well, I'm, uh, Ms. Bird, you mentioned the Haiti situation. Uh, what uh, a lot of people don't understand, particularly African Americans, the U.S. has had a policy of not allowing the diaspora Africans and those on the continent to uh, unite. It started with a U.S. official policy with uh, Leonard Zabreski who was the national security advisor for President Carter. Mm-hmm. And it has been the policy of the United of States, the United States mm-hmm. to not let those on the continent and the, those in the diaspora ever unite, okay? Mm-hmm. So it is a concentrated effort to continue some form of, uh, I like to say white inhumanity, uh, to keep uh, the disconnect between those on the continent and those that are in the diaspora. Yeah, and that, and and that's that's uh, the Americas that he's talking about, North American continent, uh, uh, and and the islands, island nations that are connected to the United States. So, and we and we and we're the only ones who don't understand that. Okay, mm-hmm. we don't we don't get it. Well, that you know, like you said, that policy has been in place for uh, for years, even going back to uh, uh, when uh, President Biden was a U.S. senator back in the nineteen nineties. Correct. But but I, I, I digress. I wanted to get this announcement out here as the chairman of the Little Rock Housing Authority. Okay. We we are opening up the bids for Sunset. Okay. Okay. Which would be a for forty-five fifty million dollar project. Okay. Mm-hmm. The bids will open up September the 29th. We will have a pre-bid meeting at Sunset just so that you can see the plans from eight thirty to twelve, and the last day to bid will be October the fourteenth. Mm-hmm. So don't let the you being licensed or bonded stop you from bidding on these contracts, okay? If you're not bonded, we'll get you bonded. If you're not licensed, we'll get you licensed. We're trying to change the paradigm to address those who had been addressed in the past. What about what about public relations? Uh, you get got any we're bids? Ready, for- we're getting ready to use the design group to send out uh, a mass uh, advertising radio. Wait campaign. a minute. <laughs> well, there's other there's other groups out there like Westbrook Communications. That, well, I- <laughs> well, we we've even told told them that too. Uh, we're trying to reach those yeah. that hadn't been reached out before, including you, Mr. Brown, as well as the son with uh, Julius Larry. Because uh, we know that the Democrat Gazette doesn't have our best interests at heart, okay? So we know we need to hit those other 
uh, mass communication venues absolutely been, been before yeah because if not we become just like the arkansas democrat gazette so we need that to make correct. sure so we need to make sure it's an even playing field even amongst <laughs> ourselves yeah, yeah, we're trying to change the paradigm of how business has been done to address those who have uh, not been at the table, but have been on the menu. Now, now, get, when is that date again, sir? Uh, September the 29th through October the 14th. This will be accepted. You can even go out on our website, and we have a link out there that will provide you the bid information. Uh, secondly, the position of executive director is open. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be open until filled. Uh, you can go out on the website, uh, click the employment tab, and see the description. You do not have to have a housing background to apply. Okay. We're looking for people with organizational and leadership skills who can lead an organization. I can teach you housing, okay? Okay. But having those leadership skills, that's something that is an aid to a person who wants to claim to be a leader and knowing how to lead an organization. Wonderful. Well, we will uh, not only uh, uh, thank you for announcing that, we'll put that information yes. on our website also. So, uh, uh, All right. Peace and blessings, y'all. All right. All right. Thank you so much. That's what I'm talking about. Calling in with some solutions <laughs> and better yet, some jobs. <laughs> Hello. Who does that? All right. Thank you so much for that call. We appreciate that. And it is. It, it's about that information, um, you know, making sure that we know uh, what is going on, whether it is uh, a job or, uh, like he was saying, um, contractors, entrepreneurs, and that sort of thing, which leads us to our guests in the audience today, here in the studio audience mm-hmm. with us today, uh, Miss Jess Heron. Thank you so much, Jess, for being here with us. My pleasure. Thank you guys so mm-hmm. much for having me. Well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, and um, uh, Jess and I actually met because I came into her beautiful store uh, uh, in Soma and tell everyone the, the name of the uh, the business. Accent Soap Co. Accent. And you spell it a little bit different. And I want to ask about that. It's spelled A-C-S-C-N-T. And, and why do you spell it that way? Um, I'm actually a licensed cosmetologist as well. So I always wanted my own salon, even when I worked behind a chair. So um, I actually registered the name Accentuating Styles. When mm-hmm. I lived in North Carolina. Okay. And that was just the name that came to me. I always said I was going to keep it. Um, I was already already creating hair care products at home as well as skincare. Mm-hmm. And I said if I was to make it a business, I would have to keep the part of the name of Accentuating Styles because I never got that salon. So that's uh that's it in a nutshell that's, that's how it happened that's right? the backstory huh? mm-hmm. you yeah. haven't gotten it yet so we because she definitely has a lot of style right mm-hmm. <laughs> listen so you you walk into this beautiful um uh aroma aromatherapy uh boutique and everything is just absolutely beautiful and inviting you. and you hear this welcoming voice and um you just you're just drawn in when you go into your business and so tell us how do you transition from cosmetology you know doing hair and into <laughs> bath and body i mean even though it's a part of beauty i get it yeah. but it's still a little bit a little bit of difference there um 
that your questions are so great. These are the questions that I always wish people would ask. They don't. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yes. Okay. So it was an easy transition because again, I was already making hair care products before I was ever a licensed cosmetologist, you know, whipping it up in my house. Um, I think scientist. I was about 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. Um, when I did decide to go to college, um, I was a biochemistry major. Mm-hmm. So my goal was to actually work for the CDC. Mm-hmm. I was so interested in, and I'm a nerd, I'm a blurred, I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. I was always interested in math and science i love uh to know how things work Mm -hmm. right um and also again with cdc um my goal was to um uh what was it to create um vaccines i'm Mm. so sorry i had a brain fart to Mm. create vaccines for infections and diseases caused by insects and animals Mm. so not the ones that we were you know kind of passing to each other the ones kind of like west nile virus Mm -hmm. and all of that um and i was so interested in that here in arkansas (laughs) so i mean it it kind of blew my mind so as a kid i was thinking about that and again started making hair care um kind of grew up in struggles so you know when you want those beautiful styles like other girls you really couldn't afford it i couldn't Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, um, maybe I can just kind of read, research, see what's in the products that I love, and I think I can try to make it myself. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of went like that. So it w- it wasn't a hard transition to just say no more salon and only accent soap. Mm-hmm. So uh, in, in, in making, do you develop your own products? Everything is made from scratch. I have my own formulas. Um, my myself and my daughters, we actually call my recipe book my accent soap bible. So I have my own binder of formulas and recipes that I've created. From well, scratch. I'm a member of the National Inventors Hall of Fame, a board member, and we work with Mr. the United Wesley. States Patent really? uh, Office. So I'm going to ask you this question because it's a very important to black business owner. Do you have your products patented and trademarked? I don't have the patent. Let me tell you about patents with, and, and again, you know, but I'll mm-hmm. tell you from what I've read and researched about patents with natural products. Mm-hmm. Most of our recipes are almost the same. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, even if me and you have yeah, the same, same recipe for something, and let's say you add an mm-hmm. extra ounce of olive oil and right. I take that away, sure. mm-hmm. you can still patent your yep. recipe. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I have to be honest in the grand scheme of things, that mm-hmm. product is almost going to be the exact same. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, when it's natural, we have a whole different set of FDA guidelines to follow, mm-hmm. USD, uh, USDA DA. guidelines mm-hmm. to follow. Um, natural natural soap, it, it just encompasses a whole different set of everything. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's not as easy to patent just one. And also, I make dozens of products. So we're talking about y'all trying to get dozens well, of patents. Well, on the other end, how do you protect those, uh, uh, legally protect those, those things that you brainstorming that you you know you know how black folk is we we have stuff that we pass on from our grandmother and then somebody like Kentucky Fried Chicken come along and steal it and make a billion dollars I'm so glad you said that because that's something let me just say this let me because you have some very unique products because I am definitely a a beauty guru yes and I and I love products right and I love good products and I love natural products as well because when we live in a kind of a chemical environment the Mm. things that we're putting on that skin is really really important and and especially you know here we are taking vaccines and that sort of thing and so you putting on more chemicals that's just a, a chance for something to go wrong uh, within our system. So I'm a big advocate of natural products for sure. So again, with you having such a unique 
variety that might be something that you kind of maybe look into i understand the i idea. definitely want yeah. to yeah. and i had no idea that you you had any knowledge of that so um i would probably like to schedule something with you <laughs> in outside. the right place in the right, right. communication <laughs> i had no idea but um yeah with, with natural products it's just a whole different ball game and um i would love to educate more people mm-hmm. about uh natural products even the the people that are in uh local that make it they're unaware of some of the laws and the guidelines and a lot mm-hmm. of people are breaking a lot of laws oh, yeah, yeah. and they have no idea because no one has told them yeah. so we have to make sure that we're very strict in everything yeah um and, on the natural side yeah and on the, uh, yeah it, it just um, sometimes it just means sitting down with an attorney and saying yeah do i have this all this in order yeah uh the other thing is it, it, not just the patent side but the trademark if you come up with an ideal or a name or something mm-hmm. uh, that you market as your your name is different uh so uh, those are the things we need to protect uh, and uh, because people will come out and they'll say oh uh, you see it on tiktok with with creators that we are we create things and then someone who is not white or or uh, they will come along and see that and they'll steal it and, and take it as their own so yeah just um, to be um, mindful of those things yes, absolutely yes. so and, glad you said that and, and thank you and and let's talk about your, your products a, a little bit more um i had the pleasure of uh purchasing some of them <laughs> and, and, and using them and and let me tell you um the vanilla one uh with the uh, with the honey in it vanilla kisses the, the, the bar van- yeah well actually it was the actual soap and so um i bought it from your daughter and because I wanted something with vanilla in it that was oil. And she goes, well, I have this lotion. And I was like, well, nah, I don't really want the lotion because, you know, lotion is sticky, right? And I want my skin to breathe, right? And I was like, she goes, no, but it's not that. I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> and and it's not that. It's actually very um, hydrating to the skin. And that honey allows it to kind of lay on the skin and kind of stay with you. Now, I will tell you that I did go ahead and put a little of my oil on top. And it is like the perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so but, glad you yeah, said but that. But I absolutely love customers it. to do that. Oh, do I'm you? So Experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people feel like you know I have this product and I only want people to use mine it doesn't always work that way everyone's skin is a little different so I do specialize in skin I tell people your skin is our business um, when, like it com- when it comes to accent soap products but there's nothing wrong with what we call layering fragrance mm-hmm. is always meld you know mm-hmm. or melt better together whenever you can layer so if you have your own um, cologne perfume or body oil and a lot of us have you know products we've been using for years it's just mm-hmm. a staple mm-hmm. so because ours are oil based and they are natural um, it, it really allows any fragrance to mm-hmm. really 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 melt well with ours so I'm glad that you found something that you like I'm, right. I'm going to ask you about, about natural scent and, and uh, uh, just just somewhere in my head I don't know how it came there that, that we all have natural a natural scent is that we true? do we do that's actually called pheromones okay. so everyone has their own pheromones um there's actually companies that it. will sell artificial pheromones that you can apply to different places in your body you mm-hmm. know that you know produces or extracts your own natural pheromones mm-hmm. so again we're talking about that layering again mm-hmm. um so as i was saying a second ago everybody's skin is different and what i was really getting at was those pheromones so something that would smell really great on mr wesley it may not smell that great on me yeah. Yeah. But it's a beautiful fragrance. Well, you know, I've, I've, I've even had attraction or, or 
uh, or this it's not uh, a word distraction from someone I, I, right because mm, even though it may smell good but mm-hmm. it's not to some, it doesn't work well with them mm-hmm. and then you know you don't always know right away right it's later on in the day when somebody tells you a little funky yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness caller are you there you have a question or a comment well i have a question hotel again uh my mother was a um, cosmetologist graduated from bell detect oh beautiful and i had heard your Yes, speak of the zoonotic diseases that are passed from animals to humans and how they're treated in their beauty content. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring that up, uh, I know that my mother, and she may know what I'm talking about, using that old Glover's Mane to help people's hair regrow, okay? Uh, for those of you who don't know what Glover's Mane is, it's an old brand. I'm an old country boy. It's horse shampoo, okay? <laughs> right. So I use Royal I Crown. I don't know anything about <laughs> <laughs> I, I, either, I either hair rip, okay? We talking old school. I'm telling my age. <laughs> <laughs> so how does she see that uh, in today's market, uh, okay. dealing with not only the young folks, beauty supplies, as well as the elder generation. And I'll get off the phone and listen to her company. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for your question, uh, Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great question, by the way, and that's something that we actually address almost every single day um, in the shop. We actually have people to call into the shop asking questions about hair care. We actually um, have our own hair care line, and it's another play on the word, accents, mm-hmm. and it's called Act Natural. So it's A-C and then capital N, natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, everything's made from scratch. So we have everything from shampoos. Um, we have a stimulating scalp tonic if you suffer from tinea pettis of the scalp or extreme uh, psoriasis of the scalp. I've mm. seen just about everything yeah. um, where most salons would turn people away. Even when I had my own chair, you know, my chair was my salon. Mm. I created my own products. I got what you need. Um, so um, I always tell people when they come into the store that we're not trying to deter you from spending your money however you see fit. You work hard for your money. You know, your your buying power is your choice. Um, but you but care about your customer. Yes, because yes. we care about our customers so much. We just kind of overshare with extra education and information so that at least you still have your own buying powers, your money. But now you have informed this. You know, you have informed information. So um, you, whatever decision you make now will be coming from a much more educated place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, again, discourage from chemical products, but um, I do encourage to add or incorporate more natural products as much as possible. So I'm so glad we have products that can kind of help ease that transition for people. That's great. That's and a great. hodgepodge of things that can assist them. And I think yes. it, I think it's lovely that you said from your experience that you were able to create things that what people actually need. Because when you're dealing with the skin, you see so many different variables and people just don't know, you know. Uh, you can see people with um, um, eczema, mm-hmm. and they don't they don't really know that that can be treated. And, and everybody goes to Vaseline. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Angel. Oh, that's okay. When I hear people talk <laughs> about eczema, the very first thing everyone says it's is yes, we slather them with Vaseline and baby oil. And I'm like you guys, we have a computer in our hands with our cell phones. Find out the ingredients. All you have to do is flip the bottle over, and if you can't pronounce it, I always tell people. Try not to ingest it or put it, you know, topically on the skin. With baby oil, for instance, it's only two ingredients. It's mineral oil and it's fragrance. And if you find out what, what mineral oil is, you would never want to use it again. Right. It's, it's a byproduct one, one of ingredient. Yeah, yeah, one ingredient oh, from gasoline. <laughs> but we think it's yeah. real because it's yeah. the word mineral. So we'll slather it on and we wonder why later our babies have eczema or, or they have these sensitivities to other foods. You know, the integumentary... In, integumentary 
I can't get it out today, you guys. Your skin, this is the largest organ of your body. So it's one of the things, I hate to say it, you know, it's kind of left unnoticed. Mm -hmm. um, even though you see it first, we don't really take care of it the way we should. Um, and, um, and all of our products have something in there that's going to help protect it from, you know, the sun. We have a lot of charcoal in our products. I love charcoal. I'm so proud of it. Oh, it detoxify the skin. Mm -hmm. And again, it's just things that we don't hear about. Um, my youngest daughter, Maddie, has eczema. I have dermatitis and when you hear those words it's just like oh bad skin bad skin I'm just like no that just means it's going to be a, a little you know bump along you know the road of life with your skin mm -hmm. um, unfortunately a lot of people are are using eczema as a way to promote skin care mm -hmm. I'm saying, unfortunately, because they're they're giving misinformation. Um, they're telling a lot of people, and I love to talk about it with the, with us because there has been a jump of eczema within the black community it for has. the last few decades. Yes. And the misinformation, and I hate to say it, I'm not telling you don't trust your doctor, but research on your own too. Mm -hmm. Just know that your doctor is practicing medicine, mm -hmm. so research on your own. There is no cure to eczema. Mm -hmm. And a lot of mm -hmm. people think it's going to be cured because of natural products. No, it's going to benefit. Mm -hmm. It's going to prevent a few things and it's going to take care of the skin. But you still may have some flare ups here or there. Mm -hmm. So I encourage everybody to make sure you're researching. and Don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm -hmm. If you if you get to a person, a company or anything and you can't ask a question, start to research even more. Yeah. Yeah. That, that person, just as you said, the doctor works for you. You should make them work. Mm. Make make them make them work. And speaking of skincare, now I did get another product, <laughs> which was a scrub um, exfoliant for the skin that has turmeric in it, right? And so, of course, we all know that turmeric kind of it's a natural astringent, natural astringent, and we and it's goldy and yellow and um, just wonderful. Um, so I, I used it and 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 I have it in the shower and it's amazing. It's not real gritty, doesn't hurt your skin, but it does take those dead layers off so you very can, important so to you do can, that so you can see yourself again right it's like oh i, I do I, 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 she I, just I, explains <laughs> everything so beautiful i'm like girl okay let me bring some more stuff <laughs> bring some more stuff yes. but but um what i did like about it i then decided to do it you use it on the degligee and my elbows i was like i'm just gonna move you know kind of move it around a little bit and um the great thing about it is I don't know what's in it exactly, but it does um, hydrate your skin. So you're just not left with just, you know, exfoliated ash, skin. And, well, not necessarily <laughs> ash. No, when you exfoliate the skin, right, right it, it is a little dry, mm -hmm. but just, but, but when it's hydrated, it makes it look better, right? Mm -hmm. It feel better, right? But when you, normally when you exfoliate, you just exfoliate and then you apply your moisturizer, right? Mm. That's it makes normal. you feel like you don't have to have one. Boom, shakalaka. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Thanks, uh, thanks for pulling that out. Uh, so yeah. I just love the way you explain it. Y'all just have the conversation that I'm just sitting there. <laughs> no, we're going to But you know what? We have talk. products for well, guys. And I was gonna, well, let them oh, let let know, Angel. Pharaoh, I smelled Pharaoh, but it was and it smelled really really good and i really like that as well because men believe it or not they deal with the same issues that women do but they are uh, it's like a stigma towards you know, the reluctance using, yeah. yeah reluctance to want to use and even when they start to, to a buy body place it's like mm. what are you doing and mm. well and, and again it goes back to that misinformation you guys and you know mr wesley you're a guy so you can kind of chime in on that too well it's you know, misinformation i, used to, I, I, I mean uh, uh, being a marathon runner 
uh, and, and uh, uh, I used to deal with skin issues, of course. Uh, if you know, if you go, if you're training for a marathon, you may be out running three hours at a time and having to deal with with the sun, uh, the issues. Uh, uh, so yeah, you know, we we I was always searching for for something that would complement that, but not not to have something if you're running a marathon that that still your skin has to breathe and mm -hmm. things like that so but but you always want something so there's always that search uh, uh when i go to marathon uh, expos now and it didn't happen when i was back running professionally but now you go and you're seeing a lot of people like yourself coming to those expos having products that that, that can help runners uh uh because there's a are a whole level of of things when you're out running for two hours. I, mean, I, I did it for two and a half hours or less, but there are people that run a marathon five hours. Imagine what that's doing to your skin. And uh, You would have it, loved our, our Royal Wood soap. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, we call it a facial soap mm -hmm. because it gives your body a facial. So it's like we're hugging your skin. Mm -hmm. So it has that charcoal that I was talking about. It's going to detoxify. Mm -hmm. um, it also has organic turmeric powder, the mm -hmm. same one Angel was talking about. So it's going to give your skin a healthy glow. It's also a natural astringent. So it's going to kind of pop that skin just a little bit. And turmeric is good for the joints. Yeah, yes. and I, I remember, you know, and, and you all know uh, Flojo. Well, well mm -hmm. Flojo is my... My former college roommate, Al Joyner, at Arkansas State. Oh, wow. Uh, they were roommates, and mm -hmm. that was the first time I started seeing someone talk about, you know, taking care of She She was more careful about how she looked than before she, how fast she ran. But, but uh, and now you're seeing that in, in the sports and track and field where, where, where women and men want to still uh, look good while they're performing. And, and see it accent so we make sure that um, when, when you come in you feel like a king mm -hmm. so to to really uh, push that that thought in, in in what we're doing along we actually have uh, our bars for our guys wrapped in gold paper mm -hmm. we also top every single bar of soap for our guys with gold dust mm -hmm. and we have a crown on everything that you would purchase for our men mm -hmm. so again you know we, we really want yeah. you guys to feel special you really can't find a lot of places that men can go to even at Bath and Body Works you know mm -hmm. no one is going to welcome oh, no. you that way no no one is going to help apply the product yeah, for you we're not walking Bath and Body what you buying for your for oh, your, no. For your no. you have your, your own section you at Accent so yeah. yes that's that's a beautiful thing and that's a very unique thing so any of you fellas that are out there listening make sure you go by Accent's um, Bath and Body tell everyone where you're located we Jeff. are at 1206 South Main Street if you guys are familiar with Community Bakery most people are at the corner of 12th and Main we are right beside them so that beautiful mural that says Soma we're right across the street from that well, and, and not only are you going to get a, a lovely experience while you're there, customer service, being educated, and then aesthetically beautiful and visual, because that's the first thing we do. We, we see. We see mm -hmm. things, right? And so when, when the fellows go in and the ladies go in, everybody kind of sees something for themselves. And, and you guys do a great job of Thank assessing you. your customers and making sure that you're fulfilling their needs. And I think that's very important. Um, and in speaking about my experience with your daughter i just have to know you have shaped her <laughs> to a great businesswoman let me tell you, you she is definitely a chip off the old block she, uh, because I, let me just say jess was not there 
when I went, when I went, I came by once and I wasn't able to stay. And then I told Jess, Hey Jess, I'm going to come back and see you. You know, I wasn't one of those who said I was and didn't. So I did, I did come back and, um, your lovely daughter was there and just, just amazing customer service. Her knowledge. I was just like floored. I was just like, okay. I'm so glad she was yeah. able to take care of me. She, she was. She loves it. And so, so she spoke how do, so highly of you. Oh, great. So how <laughs> do you, did. so how do you get there with a young person? I mean, how do you how do you do that as a mom today? I was born in Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> Let me just put that there. I was born in Mississippi, but I was raised mostly on the East Coast. I lived in New Jersey, New York. I lived in uh, Florida before I moved here, North Carolina. Um, so because of all of those experiences, I'm so thankful. You know, we were kind of like a melting pot. That's why when people ask me where I'm from, I'm like... Oh, here we go from everywhere, but it kind of, it, it helped me and, um, it helped me to really be able to deal with people. So I knew that when I had a kid, I wanted to, you know, give them everything I had, everything I didn't have, um, open communication. Um, even when, um, oldest Danea, what we call her D when she was a baby, I did, I never did baby talk. Mm. I never did that, that goo goo gaga. Uh-huh. I read in some parenting book. I mean, I had her 18. So all I did was read. I was a nerd. I loved to read mm-hmm. anyway. And the book was saying, if you want them to speak, you don't speak to them like that. If you want them to say bottle, say bottle. So I remember holding her and having Not conversations. Baba. No, <laughs> full conversations with her. So when she started to speak, that's exactly how she was. And um, we just, we practice love in our house. That's all we know. Mm, that's good. And when you practice love, you are love. It, it spews out. Oh mm. yeah, definitely. Um, all around. And that's, 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 that's a beautiful thing uh, that we all can, can use uh, not only uh, within ourselves and raising our family, just through our lives in general, that, mm-hmm. That L-O-V-E is definitely powerful. powerful. And uh, so I'd like to ask you, uh, what would you like to see in the future of accents? What what, what do you see in the future? Um, What are some of your goals and aspirations, the big picture for for your business, especially being the first black bath uh, body um, on Main Street? And uh, so so what do you see? You see yourself expanding. Uh, So so I guess what I'm trying to say, you know, right now where you are uh what is the next success step for you what would that be what would that look like uh um i think i measure success a little bit differently than other people um i think some people will say hey when i get a million in the bank you know i've made it or when we're a household name i've made it in my mind of making it is when I, when everyone says accent soap, they smile. Mm-hmm. You, you smile because you are happy about your product. You're proud of the, the purchase that you made. And the reason why it's so big for us is because when you think about the Bath and Body Works, they're big not because they have a great product. They have great packaging. They have great mm-hmm. marketing. So my goal was to make sure that we did basically the same thing, but we actually gave a great product. Mm-hmm. So I think we've accomplished that. That um, also, I wanted to be able to have time to do what I wanted. I never started Accent Soap to to be the next Lush, to be the next Victor, uh, Victoria's Secret Bath and Body Works or anything like that. Um, we want to give everybody that at home feel. I know all of my customers, y'all, by name. Mm-hmm. Um, customers that have shopped online, um, I know their names. Like when they have an order, um, if I give them an extra product, I already know what they like. Um, so I never want to get so big that we lose that. Mm-hmm. But if I can just have time to do more, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling like I'm getting a little bit more time, um, mm-hmm. we're we're also 
Arkansas's first black owned bath and body boutique with a brick and mortar. So when we made history that kinda you oh, know wow. had my that's wonderful. And we had no idea until it was brought to us and someone gave us that information, as well as becoming the first black owned boutique on Soma. So hopefully we'll have some more stores in the future. We don't want anything really big and extravagant. We want it just small and quaint, exactly like what we have now in different areas around the country. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, congratulations on being the first on any and everything. Thank but you, you. But you know those are big shoes to follow, so. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, I'm sure that you're going to be able to do uh, or fill those shoes and really spread the love as you do and, and make people feel love as they as they will when they come in, in, into your place to, to shop. So we want everybody to go by 1206 South Main mm-hmm. and have the experience. Well, tell me what And that tell them you heard it on Black Consumer News yes. BC. Please do. Yes. Make sure you mention mm-hmm. the broadcast. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely for sure. And it was something that you said, a little slogan that you guys have. Tell me that slogan again. Your skin is our business. Mm-hmm. So it's not just is. It is our business. Mm-hmm. Well, you say it is our business. Well, let me tell you, you have been wonderful today we have enjoyed having you here in the studio with us mm-hmm. if, if someone wants to order online that's listening out there how can they do that everything is accent soap accentsoap.com a-c-s-c-e-n-t-s-s-o-a-p.com accent soap but it's more than soap you can get a little more than soap we have <laughs> more home than... decor too <laughs> yeah all right well it's been a pleasure jess um having you here on black consumer news thank you so much for joining us my pleasure thank you all guys right and listen to our listening audience thank you too for being here with us make sure you go to our website blackconsumernews.com and also sign up for that newsletter uh, that's our monday morning brew so we want you to subscribe and check us out and come back here with us next week from 11 a.m until noon and thank you so much and go out to the Dunbar Festival. Oh, isn't that nice? Yes, yeah. the Dunbar Festival tomorrow starting at 9 a.m. Yeah. What hey, time does it end, you guys? It, it ends at 4 o'clock, but make sure you bring those kiddos. I'm really excited about the kiddos. We have mm. a petting zoo. We're going to have horses, face painting, bouncy houses. We're going to have the young people. Um, there's going to be a chess tournament out there. So you got any dominoes out there? No, no dominoes, but next oh, year, next Prime. year, I got you. Yeah. And we're even having an antique car show oh bam that piqued my fancy <laughs> yeah Love so come cars. Uh, within the 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 growing 20s and 30s so come on out and come enjoy out to, uh, the dunbar magnet middle school at 1100 Wright Avenue. So come on out and join us um, for the festival this year. Our theme is building a community of resilience. And that's what Black Consumer News does right here each and every day. And make sure to go to our yes. website, sign up. We're going to put some information about this uh, accent soap yes. on our website. So Absolutely. We'll see and you I would back like to give a week. discount today mm-hmm. okay. for oh. people that mention the broadcast, specifically BCN. We'll do 25% off. That's going to be today. Mention this broadcast and this network, and you'll oh, get that man. discount. We love a discount. I <laughs> love giving them. Thank you, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. Peace.